open up and move your hips in ways that you're not used to, which is is something that's really good to prepare you for birth. So I've I've definitely been, you know, more aware of that and more just considering how I can move my body in different ways every day. Hey everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of Entering Motherhood, a podcast dedicated specifically to new moms going through this amazing journey in life. I'm your host, Sarah Bilger, a postpartum nutritional coach slash mechanical engineer. And as always, I'm so excited to be here with you and share all the information I've been lucky enough to obtain since becoming a mom. This episode is a solo episode about how pregnancy has been going for us so far with baby number two on the way. Hello and welcome back to another pregnancy update. This update specifically is for 30 to 35 weeks of pregnancy with baby number two. And they say at 35 weeks, baby is about 18 inches long and weighs a little over five pounds. At this point, I am officially wrapping up my last month of pregnancy and only have one more month to go. So that's exciting and has been has been really cool to kind of wrap my head around. It seems like it went slow, but it's also gone fast. And so much has really happened over the course of these 35 weeks. And I have had two visits with the midwives during this time. So one was at 32 weeks and another one was at 34 weeks. I've been having them obviously every two weeks and appointments have been going well. They have been fairly short and not much is really covered other than the standard weight, blood pressure. They do some belly measuring to see if I'm measuring at the correct week that I'm at. And also they do some belly mapping to make sure that baby is in a good position. And then they just ask, you know, if you have any questions. And I was really hoping to have more informed appointments since I've heard midwives tend to go into more detail and they talk to you about some things that are going on or some things that you might be experiencing, but they've been fairly short and and standard for these appointments. And so it really hasn't been too much different as opposed to when I was with the OBs with Rosie with my first pregnancy. So, you know, I'm hoping that that kind of increases and changes, but they are definitely, you know, very supportive of my VBAC and and the plans that I have and and what's going on in that sense. So I'm, I'm super thankful for that. And I did notice right around 34 weeks, I started to have some swelling, mostly in my hands, and my rings were no longer able to fit like they used to, and I started using, you know, silicone rings and seeing if they help and fit better. I gained more weight in these last few weeks than I have been in other weeks of pregnancy, but I think, you know, this is pretty typical this time. Baby's growing, things are adjusting, 
and you know you're just adding on that normal weight that is progressing your pregnancy and I also think it might have to do with the holidays and the Halloween candy we've been consuming and the Thanksgiving meals but you know this time of year I think in general people just tend to fluctuate in weight and might you know add a few pounds and it's totally normal and in general I think I've been doing great and overall I think it's been about 25 pounds from this pregnancy which is around average for this time and the general average overall is about 25 to 35 pounds during your whole pregnancy and you know if you feel like you're gaining too much weight or not enough weight be sure to just ask your provider how they feel depending on how far along you are and other things to consider you know, with you specifically, individually. I think weight is also just a number and, you know, it has to do with how you feel and how you're just progressing along with everything. So don't, you know, look at the number or acknowledge that in any way if it's something that's triggering for you or you don't agree with it. Just step on the scale at the doctors and don't look at it and kind of move on with that because you know if there was something that they saw that caused an alarm of any sorts you know they'd notify you and and they'd let you know but in general I always feel like it's more important to just be comfortable in your skin and be feeling empowered and you know just understand that growing your baby is very empowering and your body is changing because it's supposed to and we're supposed to be you know adding on all those extra things that are going to help support us to bring our baby here so I tend to look at how much I'm gaining just as a as a personal preference but it's not something that you have to be tracking or worried about and I also had an amazing time with one of my close friends at around 31 weeks and we gathered together and discussed so many things involving motherhood. We ate really nourishing warm food that was just delicious and comforting and we made flower crowns which was relaxing and grounding and it was such an experience and it was great to just have the day to really relax and connect with what's going on in my body and this transition that's been occurring while also just having really deep conversations about the process and about being pregnant and all the feelings that are coming up and thoughts that are crossing our minds. So I think, you know, this is something that anybody can do they have events that you can kind of put together called Mother's Blessings, which is really just a day of rest and relaxation and centering with what's going on in the transition that is approaching in your life. And, you know, it's it's such an amazing experience. And I'm so lucky to have gotten that time to really focus on that and experience that and we also had some friends 
throw us an amazing sprinkle during this time. I think that was at around 32 weeks. And it's just so special to be honored and cared for in this way. And I think it's nice to have a chance to be celebrated, even if it's not your first baby, and have the opportunity to receive support and love from everyone and and just really enjoy what's going on around you. And if you've never heard of, you know, a mother's blessing or a sprinkle, like I said, the mother's blessing is really something that might be new and unique. Uh, It's definitely a, a twist on, you know, a potential baby shower or a sprinkle, things like that. And a sprinkle is basically the same thing as a baby shower. It's just for any preceding births, babies that you've had after your first so it can be you know your second third fourth whichever child and it's really just both of them is a time to honor and celebrate and relax in just you know this period of your life and like I said the transition that you're progressing into as you enter motherhood again so look into those and and really try to figure out what you need and what you want and what feels good for you during this time and and find ways that you can really honor that and tap into what's going on around you and what's going to make you feel more comfortable and be able to express all things that are coming during this season of life. And like I said earlier, you know, we had Thanksgiving and Halloween during these few weeks and that was exciting. And, you know, I'm really glad I was feeling well enough to walk around a decent amount at Halloween with our daughter and just enjoy the experience with her and see her go and run around with the other kids and go up to the houses and really just grasp the idea of Halloween this year. She's two and I think it really clicked for her that, you know, we walk from house to house and she can go up and ask for candy and and she really just enjoyed the experience and was really able to comprehend it, which was awesome to see. And we took the whole week off this year for Thanksgiving. So we had enough time to really relax and enjoy the trip up to Pennsylvania to see our family. If you don't know, if you haven't heard me talk about it before, all of our family is up in Pennsylvania and we are located in South Carolina. So it's a long drive, but it's something that, you know, we willingly make an effort to do a couple times a year so that we can go up and see everybody that lives in Pennsylvania. And unfortunately, this time around, some people that we were hoping to see had positive cases of COVID. So we had to make some changes in our plans for the week, but we still had a really nice relaxing vacation and enjoyed that time off that we had and and the people that we got to see during those days. So it was a good holiday season so far in in the sense of Halloween and, and Thanksgiving. And at around 34 weeks, I had my first official prenatal appointment with my doula. And 
you know, we feel really good about having a doula again this time around. She is super knowledgeable and makes me just feel so confident in moving forward with the VBAC. And, you know, if you are someone that is thinking about having a doula, definitely plan to take, you know, a little bit of extra time in finding someone that you connect with really well and you trust and that they're there to support you in the ways that you need on that day or days or (laughs) however long it takes and, and what goes on. And, you know, also just really feeling like they're listening to you and that they believe in the wants and the wishes that you have in moving forward. So some things that we talked about and she suggested was taking a new kind of probiotic to help lower the chances of me testing positive for GBS. And she also gave me some other suggestions on moving my body more and drinking more water on a daily basis and really just like getting into the flow of preparing for birth. So I have been trying to do a hundred squats a day and this has actually been really hard, but you know, since she has made that suggestion, it has definitely encouraged me to move more and really have a goal to hit and in general, just get me thinking about how I can move my body and things that I can do. You know, we talked about finding new ways to move your pelvis in in new ways, move your hips around, really just changing your body in, in ways that you might need to during labor and such. Um, we talked about, you know, just walking more in general, walking up on the curb and changing elevations, you know, taking the steps more throughout the day and also walking sideways up the stairs because that really can open up and move your hips in ways that you're not used to, which is is something that's really good to prepare you for birth. So I've, I've definitely been, you know, more aware of that and more just considering how I can move my body in different ways every day. And I also switched my office chair out for a birth ball now. And I've been, you know, spending more time on that and just bouncing around and swinging my hips around more often and really just allowing more space for baby to drop down and position in the best way possible. And I've been adding lemon slices into my water And I actually ordered this really cool water bottle that has a fruit infuser built right into it. And we also got a large pitcher with a tea diffuser in it so that I can batch make my teas and and make sure that I'm getting, you know, a couple cups of of tea a day. And it's really just something that's like a no-brainer. I just go into the fridge, pull out the pitcher, and I can pour a cup and it's, it's there and ready to go. We finished building the crib, and the nursery is pretty set now. I unpacked all of the items from our sprinkle, and one of my neighbors actually gave me a bunch of old clothes. She has two boys herself, and I was able to wash and fold them and sort them 
and put them in the nursery. So they are all set and ready to go once he gets here. And that was a huge, huge help. You know, we had plenty of clothes from Rosie, but we did not have any little boy clothes. And I know some of her stuff was like very gender neutral, but it's nice to just, you know, have cute little items that we can dress him in. And we also started to move a couple of baby items downstairs into the playroom that we have down there. And also just working on getting the house situated and our spaces situated and really just allocating different areas for when he's here uh, that will be easy and convenient for us to, to move around in. So closer to about 35 weeks, I think that's when I started noticing a bit of the Braxton Hicks starting. And, you know, they're not very long, but I do feel some abdominal tightening. And, you know, they're just starting and coming and going like every now and then, like maybe just one a day or it's not it's not very much of anything happening. But I am starting to think that I'm noticing that. So if you don't know what Braxton Hicks are, you know, they can also be called false labor pains and they're completely normal and a lot of people experience them in the third trimester and they're very inconsistent, just sporadically occur. At no point do they progress and feel stronger or occur, you know, closer together and it's, it's basically just tightening of your uterus, which if you didn't know, is actually a muscle and it is the largest muscle in your body during pregnancy. So it's, it's just practicing and doing its thing and, and working on preparing to tighten and get that process going for when birth actually occurs. And... I've also been going to the chiropractor actually for a few months now. I started back at around 20 weeks and I don't think that I mentioned it in any other updates. So I'm making sure that I mention it now and really just take a second to talk about it. And I really enjoy the support of chiropractic care during pregnancy. And I think it helps ease the uncomfortableness that some pregnant people might experience and I did chiropractic care with my last pregnancy and again now, so I don't know any different, but I do feel more relief after I go for an adjustment and I can see a difference with my overall posture in general. So you can actually go back to episode four and listen to a, an episode specifically about chiropractic care during pregnancy and postpartum to really just like get a little bit more knowledge on that and hear more about that. Between this 30 to 35 week period, I also started gathering items for our delivery bag as well as just a general bag to have at the hospital after baby is born and also make a list of items for home as well during the postpartum period. And I'm planning on compiling a list of what we actually end up bringing and what we end up using. So look out for that if you're thinking about items that you want to bring 
or if you literally have no idea or no clue what you should be packing, I'll be sure to include a list of things that we have had and whether we use them or, or what worked for us to help you out there. And I figured this was a good time because it gives us a few weeks just in case we might have to order anything or go out shopping and go get them. So it's a good time to start planning and making that list. So then after the 35 weeks, you know, you can actually start putting it all in the bag and having it ready to go. And, you know, if, if baby comes early, it's also already there and situate it and set up. So yeah, that basically wraps up, you know, overall with these five weeks were, were pretty much like, and for me specifically, they were pretty relaxing and refreshing. And it was a good time to really have that opportunity to do those things. I haven't been feeling sick or feeling uncomfortable and so traveling was great and we were able to take off from work and just in general I've been you know moving right along with this pregnancy and getting things in order for when baby comes and I feel like it was a good time to really accomplish a lot and check off things during this time and planning it all out since I still have the energy to really get those things done. So hopefully you got something out of this episode and you enjoyed it. If you are around that 30 to 35 week mark, feel free to reach out to me and let me know how you're feeling or what things are going through in your journey that is similar to this. Also, if you have any questions throughout your pregnancy or you're just wondering, you know, more information about anything that I talked about, feel free to reach out to me too. I am available on the Entering Motherhood Instagram and Facebook page and I love to hear from you guys and I love to just talk about all things motherhood and everything that's going on as you enter motherhood. So like I said, just reach out to me and and hopefully you got something out of this today. So see ya. Bye mamas. Well, this wraps up yet another episode of Entering Motherhood. I hope that you have found this episode helpful. And if you liked it, please share it with others who might also benefit from this information. If there's anything that you'd like to know more about, or maybe you know someone who'd like to be on the show, please visit my website, enteringmotherhood.com. I'm so thrilled to be going on this journey with you and getting the amazing opportunity to help moms during this postpartum experience. You can also now find us on Instagram and Facebook at Entering Motherhood.